Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Wisp Sports Radio. The voice of women in sport. This is Season 3, Episode 11 of The Horse Show on Wisp Sports Radio, brought to you by Highlands Earache Drops. Earaches are one of the primary causes for doctor visits, with over 30 million visits per year. After you've been diagnosed with an earache by a physician, try Highlands Homeopathic Earache Drops and Tablets. Highlands Homeopathic Ear Drops and Tablets provide natural relief to help you get back to doing what you love. Visit highlands.com backslash ear hyphen pain to find a retailer near you. Claims are based on traditional homeopathic practice, not accepted medical evidence, not FDA evaluated. Read and follow label directions. I'm Chris Stafford, and at Wisp Sports, we believe women in sport deserve equal coverage. The Horse Show brings you exclusive interviews with riders and trainers from around the world of equestrian sport. Hello, and thank you for joining me. My guest this week is Canadian eventer Jessica Phoenix, who rode both of her World Equestrian Team hopefuls at this past weekend's Bromont CIC event near Montreal. Bogue Sound competed in the CIC three-star, where he did the dressage and show jumping, and Pavarotti, her Pan American Gold and Silver Medal and 2014 World Equestrian Games partner, finished ninth in the CIC two-star. It was a busy weekend for Jess with five rides altogether at her local event, but this was all in a day's work for the 35-year-old mother of two. Jess has not been without her ups and downs in the sport. In 2015, she suffered a rotational fall at the Jersey Fresh event in the US, which resulted in three broken ribs, a broken sacrum, plus liver damage that was surgically repaired. The following year, she experienced a controversial team selection for the Rio Olympic Games before an appeal successfully overturned an earlier admission from the squad and she went on to finish 38th in her second Olympic Games. The final team selection for this year's World Equestrian Games will be announced on September 1st. So Jess is hoping to make her third World Equestrian Games and is doing everything to make those dreams come true. A very busy weekend for you, Jess. So thanks for joining me. How are you? I am wonderful. Thanks for having me. Well, it was a very, very busy weekend at Bromont, almost like your local Gymkhana, isn't it, really? 
it is absolutely it's so wonderful to have that in our in our homeland and you had a as i say a full weekend you had a few rides there let's talk about them because we're now on the eve of team selection for weg this would be your third weg and obviously a dream come true if it come if it happens so let's talk about the weekend that you had at bromon and what your plans were just going into the weekend yeah, so with Pavarotti, we just thought it would be great to give him um, a lower run, just an easier run as a lead-up to the WEGS. He's such a trier, and he loves galloping and loves jumping big fences, and it's just nice for him to go over a course and just not have a lot of um, adrenaline running through his veins, just kind of have, have a canter around. And then the event after after a lower level like that is normally one of his most competitive runs where we can be really fast on the on the cross country. So it was just kind of a nice way to get him out and give him an easy run and let him have no adrenaline. And then Bogue Sound, I did in the three-star, and he had just had a really great run at Great Meadows in the team competition. So our plan was just to do the dressage and show jumping with him. And he really had two great performances. So we're crossing our fingers for the WEGs. Absolutely. Well, tell everybody who your WEG pick would be. If you, if you, you do make the team, who would be your pick? Oh, you know what? I think um, both Pavarotti and Boak Sound would have um, a great opportunity to, to be put on that team. And it sure would be an honor to ride either of those horses um, for Canada. So um, you explained that you you rode uh, Bogue Sound and and you also rode Bentley's Best and Dr. Sheldon Cooper in the three star, didn't you? And and then Pavarotti went in the two star with well hum, humble OS. Um, how did you decide which of those divisions you would run in, and what was your thinking behind them, Jess? Yeah, so Dr. Sheldon Cooper, I move up and down the levels quite a lot, so he'll run intermediates and then he'll run some three stars and. Bentley's best, I just want to get really solid at the two-star level, so I've just taken a step back with him um, and just given him some really good, confident runs. Um, and then Humble GS, that's a really exciting horse for the future. He's a beautiful Tricaner Stallion from Galton Farms, and that was he's still pretty green at the two-star level, so it was nice to get him out at Bromont in the atmosphere and give him a really good run. Let's talk about your year, then, the, the coming off the spring events, what, what your strategy was, because you have so many horses you're competing with now. When you were thinking of the full goal of being the World Equestrian Games, how did you strategize your year? Well, I think each horse is very individual, so you have to tailor each program towards each horse. Um, some horses need lighter runs so that they don't feel so much adrenaline when they're running. Some horses to be pressured a little bit more, so you make sure that they're totally up to task. Um, so I think it's just very much a personal thing for each horse, and you just have to keep checking in with the horses and see how they're feeling and, and keep doing what's the best for them. So talk about the competitions that you've you've done then this year with your two WEG hopefuls. Talk us through those and, and how the year has evolved for each of them. Yeah, so they started out going... Um, intermediate level in Florida and then I kind of ran them at one event a month going between advanced or CIC three-star level and then when we got back to Canada I ran them both in an intermediate combined test before going to Great Meadows um, 
and then just trying to, you know, do what's best for them and, and get them mentally prepared and physically prepared in the best way possible. Absolutely. And it, it is it is all a matter of getting them absolutely on on point, you know, and and as fit as they can be for those Carolina Hills. Talking about fitness, then talk a little bit about how you've you've prepared your fitness work now. We're we're into August. There's three weeks now to WEG. What does the actual fitness program look like for them? Yeah, so we gallop twice a week and we're blessed to have incredible hills at our farm in Canada. Um, so it kind of work. our gallop works on like a figure eight and the highest point being um, 60 meters in elevation from where we start the gallop. So it's just a really great, great area to condition horses and you can get their heart rate up without having to really pound them on the ground. Um, hills are just so useful in, in getting horses fit. And you've obviously, yeah, and you've written in the uh, over that course, well, not the same course, but you rode the test event, didn't you, uh, earlier this year with with well three horses, I believe you had there, didn't you? That's right. Yep we we rode the test event this year, and then we were also lucky enough to do um, the try on event last year. So I've definitely had, I would say, probably six rides over that three star course. Um, within the last two calendar years. And it's just so helpful to be able to go to a facility that you know, like the back of your hand and that the horses are comfortable in. Like it, it was great to be able to get them in in the grandstand and let them feel um, just the ambience of the show. It's a beautiful facility. The stalls are gorgeous. The footing is, is beautifully prepared and they just take such great care of, of horses and riders there. And I want to put to get to get together the fitness regime that you have for these horses, the hill work that you already have, and the course that you know it because you know there's been some talk about the length of the course and that eight minute marker. Uh, if you had to pick which horse you would ride, I know you would be honoured to be selected with either. But um, it, it, who would be? Is, is there any difference between the horses and how they would tackle the hills uh, in North Carolina? You know, the one thing I will say is both Pavarotti and Bogue Sound will never stop galloping. Um, they have incredible gallops, they have incredible hearts, and they're extremely competitive in their heads. So I think both of those horses are definitely the type of horse that I would like to be sitting on um, as you come to the last two minutes going up that mountain. And I'll be back with Jessica right after this. A world of triathlon from the sports dynamic duo. Listen to The Siri and Beck Show on Wisp Sports Radio. And I'm Beck from Believe Ranch and Rescue. We are thrilled that Believe Ranch and Rescue has been chosen as the official charity for WIS Sports coverage of the FEI World Equestrian Games. Chris Stafford will be bringing daily coverage of the games from September 11 to 23 on the Horse Show podcast and on WIS Sports Facebook page live with live video coverage. Be sure to stay tuned for that. WISP Sports Radio. Let's talk about their dressage, Jess, and where you are with their dressage and how it's evolved in their careers now and what, what the kind of things you work on with, with each of them individually now, you know, knowing that this will be the big test, you know, we've got a new scoring system now, what your personal goals would be with each of them? 
Yeah, so I do my dressage training with Jackie Brooks, who is a member of the Canadian dressage team. And she has been very influential in helping me achieve the goals that I've I've set for dressage. Um, Bogue Sound is definitely greener at the level, and he definitely moves like more of a thoroughbred, um, whereas Pavarotti is very mature and solid at the level and is just a beautiful mover. Like, it's, it's hard to find a better mover than him. So I think at this point in the game, um, there is, they're both feeling very solid at that level, and it's just about keeping them as happy as we can and keeping them as good in their bodies as we can um, so that we can produce a really, a really good team score. Now, what about your own fitness, Jess? Now you're the mother of two small children, and I'm sure they run you around like crazy when you... <laughs> <laughs> I do a lot of cardio with those children. <laughs> I, bet you, I bet you do. I'm sure, no doubt. And, and now what about your intrinsical training, though? With riding so many horses a day, are you a rider that feels the need to do something else for you know the supreme fitness when it comes to a championship event? Um, you know what? I am very fit all of the time because we do have so many horses in the barn. Um, So I actually do not do a lot of cross training. Um, When we go to major championships and I'm not riding as many horses every day, then I do run during the day. Um, But yeah, on a day-to-day basis, I just just work at home and, and use the horses that I have at home for my own fitness. Now, in terms of the mental game as well, Jess, I mean, I know you're you're very upbeat, up, you know, and laid back, but does the big event challenge you mentally, or do you find now with the experience that you've had of being on the team so many times that you can cope with this, you, you can go into a zone and you have a way of handling it? I think, like, in my professional career, the hardest part is always being competitive enough and making the team and, like trying to go after that spot on the team and then I've always found that once you've been named to the team and you're at the competition then like all of the hard work is done and what you really need to do is just relax and focus on enjoying the moment and producing the best score possible so whenever we're at major championships I feel um I feel calm I feel excited to be there but I feel relaxed in the job that I'm there to do and I always feel very prepared in the horses that I'm on so I would say riding riding at that elite level is just like the icing on the cake. It's just a time where you can relax and enjoy it and, you know, go out and give it your all and be as competitive as you can possibly be for your country. Well, you've come back with team medals now, so I'm wondering if any of the pressure, even when it seems that you've got all your ducks in a row, but there's team pressure and there's individual pressure, and when you know that there's a team medal on the line, do you feel that kind of extra obligation and then team pressure or, or or are you able to diffuse that because it is very much a team event even though it comes down to your performance maybe to clinch a medal yeah I mean in the past when we have had um, a show jumping round for your team medal and then a show jumping round for your individual medal there you definitely feel more pressure when you're riding for your team and then when the team competition is done and you're doing the final show jump round for an individual it's definitely more more fun it feels like there's less pressure and you're just going in there and um you just don't have that pressure of of getting the medal for your team so it's definitely a different type of feeling but i mean when you're at that elite level your country is is paying you to be there and they've invested a a ton of time and money into getting you there and 
um, getting you to compete as best that you can for your country. So, yeah, definitely there's pressure, but you have to just keep thinking about it's your job. Um, you show up and you do your job every single day. And then at the end of the day, you, uh, you really get to celebrate with the people around you. Well, I mentioned your fitness a moment ago because we, we should remind everyone, you've had your share of knocks, haven't you? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. <laughs> How are all of those injuries? You you certainly have, and you scared us, I'm sure, and scared everybody who knew you <laughs> a few years ago when you took that tumble at Jersey Fresh. But all of those well-heeled, no injuries, no no worries now, I mean, do you do you find that they niggle you in, in, in certain conditions, or, or, or have you got all that you know, well and truly healed and behind you? Yeah, honestly, I never really had a ton of pain with that. And my body is healed very well. So it's not something that that would bother me on a day to day basis. Um, you know, it is really important to take care of yourself. And I have a wonderful osteopath that I use. Um, and he is just exceptional at what he does. So I think a lot of it, I can attribute to that. Um, and my body is just an incredible healer. So yeah, on a day-to-day basis, I definitely do not feel pain. Well, as I said, you've had your ups and downs. You, you've been now on two Olympic Games at London and Rio. You've done the Kentucky and the Normandy World Equestrian Games. This would be your third. What does it really mean to you at this point in your career, given the ups and downs of of selection and injuries and, every, and horses and all the rest of it? Yeah, it's... Um... It never feels old, that's for sure. Like every single time you set a goal of making a team, um, it feels like you have to give it your all and you have to go above and beyond and work the absolute hardest and smartest that you can work. Um, so every time every time you're put on a team, it's an absolute honor. And, you know, I pinch myself every day that this is the life that I get to do and I get to work with these incredible horses and these incredible people and show with with my best friends. Um, Canada has an incredible group of people right now in their riders and in their support team. Um, and it's just really, really an honor to be able to, to do this every day. Well, I know the team gets announced in, well, in a couple, a couple of weeks. Is it, when is it? The beginning of September, Jess, that the team's officially announced, isn't it? Yeah, so September 1st, Equine Canada will do a press release, and I think they would like to announce all of their WEG teams together. Um, so definitely um, be looking, looking for that. Absolutely. Well, exciting times for you. And if, if fingers and toes crossed and that we see you in Tryon, but given that you have to wait for that decision and that public announcement of the teams, what do you need to do with the horses now? Now you've got Bromont done. That was obviously a big one. What do you have to do now between that uh, the ne- in the next few weeks, Jess, with either of them? Yeah, I, I think now we just keep our heads down and we continue working away at at fitness and perfecting the little things that we that we can in this short amount of time and just making sure that we keep the horses as happy and healthy as possible and have them totally on their game for try on should we should we get the call to go and then of course you know moving forward into your future you obviously you've got a lot of uh, great horses in your in your barn as you say you've got plenty of rides there to keep you fit I'm assuming that a third Olympics would be so you'd have you know you'd have three for three Olympics that would be a, a dream too would it Jess is that the focus long term absolutely um, the first Olympic team that I was named to was Beijing 
And then my horse got hurt right before the plane was leaving. And that was something I will never forget. It was, you know, a dream come true to be named to your first Olympic team and then to have it end so suddenly like that felt um, like a huge loss. So every single time you get to work towards an Olympic Games, it's an exciting adventure. And I am definitely looking forward to Tokyo and we'll, we'll be giving it my all. What do you most value about the life that you have as a professional eventer, Jess, and the, and what the sport has given you and, and what what it means to you, you know, what drives you, what motivates you? The thing that motivates me the most is the love that I feel with the horses. Um, every day I wake up and I cannot wait to get to the barn and just look those horses in the eye and work with them and see what they're going to do each day. Um, they're living, breathing animals, and they change every single day. And I just think it's so incredible um, how much you can learn about a horse on a day-to-day basis and how much they can teach you just about life. You have two small children, as I said, that are keeping you running around. And, and you're, you've actually bred the next generation of Phoenix riders, haven't you? <laughs> I have, yes. Jordan rides cow doggy. She's a little pony that her big brother handed down to her. And Jacob has a beautiful little thoroughbred called Tema. Um, and they both really enjoy just kind of hacking around bareback or with saddles, whatever. Um, yeah, and just enjoying the horses and being with them. Uh, I'm not sure if they will ever do it competitively, and that would be just fine with me if they didn't. But it's certainly nice to be able to see them interact with the animals like that and really enjoy them. And have that relationship that you treasure so much, of course. Yeah. Do you get nervous when you when they go galloping off? Uh, they don't go galloping off yet. Both of the horses mainly walk. <laughs> so I haven't I haven't had that fear yet. I'm sure it's coming. <laughs> Jess, thank you for taking the time to do this. I know you had an exhausting weekend there at Bromont, but it it achieved what you needed to do with the horses at this point. From what you're saying. Yeah, absolutely. I was really happy with with all of their weekends. Yeah. Well, fantastic. Well, well done. Well, we look forward to the team announcement and fingers and toes crossed for you, Jess, that you make your third World Equestrian Games team and and that we see you in triumph. So the very, very best of luck and thanks for taking the time to come on the show. Thank you so much for having me. Conversations from the world of women's sports. This is Wisp Sports Radio. And with the World Equestrian Games just three weeks away now, you'll find more coverage here on Wisp Sports. Just look for The Horse Show, where we will be bringing you exclusive interviews right up to the Games. And then during the Games, we'll have lots more interviews every day. I'll be there with coverage on our Facebook page. There'll be live interviews, live sessions, as well as the podcast and also on the website. And if you'd like to have your voice heard on the show, you can leave your recording on the VoiceBite app, just look for VoiceBite, that's B-Y-T-E, and put in the hashtag WispSports. And from there, we'll take your recording and play it on the show. You can also reach us by emailing info at WispSports and following us on social media at WispSports, where, of course, you can post your comments on our Facebook page. Please visit our sponsors, Highlands Earache Drops at highlands.com forward slash ear hyphen pain. I'll be back next week with another exclusive interview right here on The Horse Show. Until then, thank you for listening and supporting women in sport everywhere.
Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.